You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm looking forward to getting into it with Ed and Isabel and discussing all the drama this week. Uh, Ed, first off, I wanted to ask you what you thought, particularly about the Macy Bryant debate. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm here. Sorry about that. I had uh, I was I was offline there for a second. I'm back. Um, <laughs> Macy and Ryan. Well, interesting turn of events. You know, we've got one scene where Macy is basically saying that, uh, talking with a friend, saying that, you know what, um, Ryan hasn't done anything to change the way the custody works, and so I've got full control over everything. And then, you know, the next scene we see him at the attorney's office. So my uh, my thoughts are that I wonder if, there, if what Macy is saying is actually true. You know, that as, for whatever reason, she believes that the default is for the mom to have this full legal and fiscal custody. And I'm not so sure that's the, that's the truth. Just by the mere fact that um, Ryan is the biological father, I think he has certain rights by default when there is no agreement stating otherwise or an order from a judge. So I question what Macy, if, whether what Macy said is true. And um, uh, I think it's it's pretty interesting. What's going to happen next is gonna, should be pretty interesting. I know. That's what I'm waiting for. And Isabel, you normally stand with me on this good. So that's what I wanted to ask you. I think the most dramatic part of it was the fact that Ryan's lawyer told him not to tell Macy about any of his plans, not to tell her he's seeking to legalize this, not to tell her that he's going to be serving her, because if he tells her, she may just get up and leave. I don't know if that's the best approach. What did you two think about that? Um, again, yeah, very, very good point. Um, and I know, actually, I expected, I would expect most people who haven't been involved in the system, who haven't seen this type of thing before, to sort of be sort of shocked and, and kind of have a feeling like, well, that just sounds like evil and conniving and, you know, and, and not positive. But in fact, um, there's a little bit, it's, it's, it's basically one of those deals where, you kind of have to be smart to 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 prevent the worst from happening, and and you kind of also have to be uh, smart so that you don't create reactions. Um, this early on, yeah, she may react, and she may do something that she would regret, like leave or not let him see the baby. Right? Well, <clears throat> if they if they do it the way the lawyer's saying, then the person who gets protected is Bentley, 
And so I agree with it. It, it doesn't, it, it's, I don't think it's as evil as it sounds. It sounds like they're trying to blindside her and whatnot. It's actually to keep Ryan in Bentley's life in a legal fashion, and there's nothing wrong with that. Isabel? I, I, I don't think. I think, as we mentioned before, Macy's one of the few on the show that's very mature, and I don't think he has anything to worry about. I don't think she would get up and go. I think she would just finally know that what she's going against and maybe try to fight back legally. I don't think she would try to do anything that would affect this, you know, Ryan trying to get the baby. I just do think that, you know, she would just, maybe they're afraid that that's what's going to happen. She's going to get up and try and fight and win. So they want to just come around and blindly say, hey, by the way, we're going to court and she not be ready to fight for Bentley. What I will say is when Ryan told the lawyer that the last time he moved from Chattanooga to Nashville, she only gave him two days notice. When I Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Watching that unfold, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. But when he's explaining it to the lawyer, the lawyer's jaw dropped. I'm like, yeah, she's not put in the best light there. But I do agree with Isabel that I think he creates more unnecessary trauma to just blindside her and straight up serve her with papers out of nowhere as opposed to having the courtesy to say, hey, I'm going to a lawyer. The only reason why is I want to legalize that you can't take him away on my time. I can't take him away on your time. That's all it is, just legalizing the mediation we had last year. Because I think that the fact that someone's going to show up at her door and serve her papers out of nowhere is just going to create the drama. Well, well, of course, there's there's shock, um, but... you gotta, I think the thing to understand is that there's shock even if you expect the, the, to be served. When it's actually happening, it's a, it's, a, it's a whole other thing. You know, It's like talking about being pulled over for a speed ticket and actually going through it. It's, it's, you know, there's a bit of a shock there. And honestly, I, I think that the lawyer is smart, and he's got Bentley's best interests in mind when he says, look, let's not tell her. Because but that's what the point here. What we're saying is, do you think it's unfair that Ryan is doing it this way when he's never had a problem with Macy? She's always been cooperate when it comes to their kid. Um, I think the only time we saw something where it was like uh, an argument was when she asked him to keep him. But she did mention, don't forget, I'm also very flexible with you when your work schedule changes. No, no, no. That's so not what she said. Just, no. Said, she threatened him, she said, and she said, exactly. she said, listen, wait until you see, because then I'm not going to be flexible. But that just means she has been. So the one time that she's asking, let, be flexible for me for a few minutes or a few hours, he's going all crazy and saying no, no, without even, you know, no reason behind it. She's being cool. No, he had a reason. Remember, she set him up birthday that birthday day and said, oh, well, just come and be with me and my new boyfriend. Yeah, like that's going to happen. No, she has shown we that. don't care about our personal. This is not about them. It was about the baby. No, but she, she made it clear it was about Bentley. But she, well, she, it's what she said, but the actual situation was, op, was not, that wasn't the case. 
I think she has shown that she does have the ability to be somebody who, who takes revenge when something is, she thinks something is wrong done for her, that she's going to she, do it back. Did she ever do it, though? Well, we don't know. I don't know if she did it. Maybe she did it. We don't know. So much to her. And Bentley when he was a baby. Well, I mean, never. That, well, that's so fine. That's fine. I'm only talking about what I saw in this season. I is that she said, disagree you know. with Isabel aside with Ed on this one issue, though. The only I just think that the fact that they're putting it in paper on paper. Basically, mm-hmm. other thing is the mediation they had last year. They're just going to legalize it. So I don't think it's that big of a deal to put it in paper and write it that right. during. Ryan's time, Basic can't take him, and during Lacey's time, Ryan can't take him. He's asking for joint custody. It's not full custody. It's not. It's in, I don't think that much will change. It's just all in writing. So I actually don't see what he's doing is that uncalled for. I think the way he's going about it is uncalled for. Uh, well, I, I, like I said, she and she even told her friend. So we know she's not doing it just for him. She even said, "I can do whatever I want because I've got full custody." I mean, she could, if he does this, she could take it the wrong way, take offense at it, think that, you know, he's trying to do something else, and then she could say, well, you know what, fine. If you're going to want to do it legal and you're going to make a judge tell me when I can give you my son, then then you just wait until then to see him. And, you know, she could, and she might, and that's all that the, the lawyer is trying to prevent, is trying to prevent, and he even said it, I'm just trying to prevent her from being able to, get the paper and then react and then up and leave and take the baby and not let you see him at all. And, uh, and that's a good thing to prevent because Bentley needs his death. Okay. Well, let's hope that's really what happens and knowing what, how Ryan's been acting, he doesn't come out with any surprises. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't seem too excited about the going to the lawyer at all. So. He didn't seem too excited about sharing Bentley at all. So <laughs> it's mostly his parents. It's like his parents want too, Bentley. So we'll have to hold out for that. But, uh, I have an update as to where they stand. But the other major storyline besides the custody was the fact that she's so unmotivated when it comes to school. I'm always depressed by her because out of the four girls, she's the only one who's mm-hmm. actually going to college. I knew that Sarah went to a culinary school, but maybe she's the only one who's actually doing a college degree. And so it was sad to hear this episode because she said, you know, I thought I wanted to get a journalist degree, and now my priorities have totally changed. I don't want to spend my days in school. I want to spend them with Bentley. And then you hear at the end of that episode, just, you know, dropping out of classes, saying she doesn't want to go to school. And I don't know. I want to talk about Caitlin next because I think that she needs to talk to Caitlin to realize how important education is. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but Macy, even she felt the disappointment. Um, she's dealing with so much, so many mental shackles that she just had to let she basically in my opinion she made a choice i'm going to let go of the one thing you know one of my burdens that i can let go of without any real unreversible uh consequences uh, you know in other words the idea that she can retake those classes when she's in a better mental state so you know what and she even said she's i've got to make sacrifices i think that um i think that she should not be you know so far away, and she should not be. Um, well, well, how, how she's close now. How close is she now? She's not in Nashville anymore, right? No, she moved back to Chattanooga, so she wouldn't have to be driving. That's right. Else. So, I, well, I guess my point was that I don't think she should have moved away in the first place, but it's fine. I mean, she's got to do what she can, what she has to do in order to survive and mentally survive, especially. 
Well, I was very disappointed in Macy in this episode. So disappointed. I would have never thought that Macy would give up school. Sorry, go on. Go on, Isabel. No, no, go ahead. Um, um, I was just saying, you know, I was very disappointed in Macy. Um, you know, I never thought that she would give up school or felt, or I never thought she would be in that position where she felt she had to choose between being a stay-at-home mom and schooling. I thought that was the whole point of moving and having her boyfriend move in with her. And, you know, just, I, I didn't, I, it didn't make sense to me as to why she felt the need to choose. Yeah, that's true. She should have more time now, huh, that she's closer. Well, because it was almost like every episode leading up to this, she had a different excuse or barrier as to why she can't go to school. First, you know, she lives far away. Then, you know, she wanted to be closer to her boyfriend. All these things happened, now she still doesn't want to go to school. And what really struck me was the fact that she said, my priority is finding a family. Like, it sounds like her priority, because we will see in the preview, but now she wants a sibling for family. And I think that her priorities are all wrong. She should focus on family, focus on school, and I don't think she should be focusing on child. I don't think she should be focusing on, like, being home all the time. I don't know. I just think that her priorities are not right right now. I agree with you, Mari. I don't think uh, she should be focusing on her boyfriend or future ex-boyfriend or I mean not that I wish they break up but hey, well, guys, guys this is DJ Jesse stepping in for a real quick second um, Mari I'm actually going to have you call into the 424 number you're starting to cut out a little bit um, so while Mari does that Ed and Isabel if you guys could uh, discuss your topics on uh, Macy and her oh, no, baby, no da- problem, no problem. baby daddy drama yeah because <laughs> well I I I don't. I don't necessarily agree with you, Isabel, because Macy, um, as far as being disappointed, like I feel like she just was being honest. She was feeling overwhelmed. Um, she, I mean, what is she doing for Kyle? I guess. I guess she's making dinner for him when she should be studying or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Right. I mean, that dude doesn't have a job. I was pissed off at him. Exactly. He saying, doesn't have a job. So I this mean, is the time he should be like, "Baby, I don't have a job now. Take advantage of this." So you should be disappointed in Maisie. Like, really? Like, this is the one time that you have your partner who has promised to be a second dad to Bentley and be your supporter here, you know, say, you know what, I'm looking for a job. It's not a big deal. I can take care of it and you focus on that. But the whole time she's on the computer, he's over here saying, do you really have to do that? Yeah, I I couldn't believe it that – like it was almost like MTV. It. That scene was so bad. Well, wait a minute. We'll talk about that in a second. But that scene was so bad, where she's trying to study. She's been with Bentley. He comes in. Bentley needs a diaper changed, and he's like, "Can you can you handle that?" I'm like, "Are you, you guys serious? aren't getting the fact that he's not the father?" So when she but, says you need to change his diaper, is that's not his responsibility. He's a 20-year-old boyfriend. No other 20-year-old boyfriend has to go change a diaper. So the fact that he's even willing to, I don't think that's not his role. That's not his responsibility. Okay, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Make no mistake. If you're the man in the house, you're living with a girl, and you don't have a job, I don't care. Look, if the dog had a diaper, you've got to pick up after the dog and the child. You have to, you have to clean the dishes and, and cook the meal. No, there's no way. He, he he's doing nothing. Look at the well, 
They only Look, the dude is an able-bodied person. He needs to he needs to do all the stuff instead of what do you can do? Make uh, uh, Mari, are you saying that it was completely acceptable for you to you for Kyle to sit there doing nothing, leaning on the counter? No, she's trying to study, and then the diaper needs to be changed. It wasn't acceptable, but she can't demand that he do it because he's not the father. So I don't think it was right that he did that. But no other twenty-year-old guy would be even willing to like. And not or few other 20-year-old guys would be willing to enter into a situation and take on a secondary role as a father. So she can't just say to him, you need to do this, because he doesn't have that responsibility. I'm saying he should. He should have. I'm disappointed, but he doesn't have yeah. to. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, I actually think that it's fair for her to sort of, uh, I don't, you know, expect certain things because she's providing the household. She's providing for that guy. He is benefiting from her. She's supporting him. He should. I, I. I think that she does have a reason to expect that. I don't. In other words, I don't think it's there. It's that it's such a sacred thing to change the baby's diaper at this point. He lives there. You know, he is the stepdad at this point. That's what he is. Yeah, I think. I think in that sense, I would agree with Ed. I think when Macy decided such a big, you know, decision to move in with this person, part of it was he will be a good stepdad. And I I think that's a price that you pay when you date a guy or a woman with a kid to always be part of that kid's life when it's something serious. And in this case, it looks like they're moving in together. I would hope so. I would hope that they understand this is a serious situation. It's you're getting involved with someone with a kid and by law, I mean, that's just part of the package. Yeah, if he was a roommate, then, yeah, all bets are off. Roommates don't change right, diapers. Right, right. But this is part of the package, and this is the reason, part of the reason why I've always said I would never date someone with a kid. I don't want to be part of doing any of this work. I don't want to be, I, I, the, here you go. You become second, and you have to be a parent. Kids kid. are wonderful, Isabel. Yeah, you should change every own, diaper that you kids. ever see my own kids. for the rest no of your life. My own kids. My own kids. <laughs> And now so, this is yeah. where I wish that Macy would take a cue from Caitlin because I'm wondering, Caitlin's saying this whole episode, you know, I really want to focus on graduating. I'm so glad that Tyler's graduating. And I never used to care about school until I had Carly. And then I realized if I don't graduate, my kid one day can say, well, you didn't graduate. I don't have to. And she wants her child to be proud of her. Wouldn't Macy want the same thing, you know, for a child, for her, to show her child that she's educated? And so honestly, at this point, I wish she just called up Caitlin and had a conversation with her. I mean, what did you well, guys think about Caitlin and Tyler this episode? Uh, well, um, Isabel's, Isabel's prediction, she think. well, I, I thought I saw support for that. But um, where, you know, she thinks that uh, Tyler's going to find discover how uh, good looking he is and going to be, you know, tempted by all the other women yes, out there. But yes. anyway, um, yeah, I think uh, that these guys, Tyler and Caitlin are benefiting from the, the sort of the, the instant maturity that has to take place when you become pregnant at such a young age and you have a baby and they're just being hit hard with all these life's, all of life's realities. And they seem to be handling it wonderfully you know we were always impressed with those two um and uh you know in their in this situation tyler's disappointed by his dad but he's like you know what he goes i don't expect anything and 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 you could see he is it does bother him a little bit but but he knows he's i don't know he's just an impressive dude knows how to handle stuff so 
Um, but as far as the school goes, I, I, I mean, Macy, I think, you know, don't be too hard on her. She's not giving up school. She's dropping the classes, so she maintains her GPA. She, I, in my mind, she fully intends on taking those classes again and doing well in them. So she's oh, doing it because so. she's overwhelmed right now. Um, but you know what? She's the only one that's inside her head. I don't think that that the show and uh, that Macy is even fully revealing to us everything she's feeling. I think she may be questioning her relationship with Kyle, uh, if that's what she really wants. Um, she, yeah, she, she wants the family for Bentley, but that's just a concept in her mind. You know, she talked with her friend, like, before this, I just wanted, and I don't feel like she was saying, I used to want this, and now I want this. I think she was saying, I used to want this, and now here's the right thing for me to want. So she may be, uh, she may be feeling all kinds of things that we don't know about. Okay. Isabel, what did you think about Caitlin and Tyler? I want to hear your perspective because I have a feeling I know what you're going to say about <laughs> Tyler. Well, I think I I really honestly think this episode we actually got to see what I've been waiting for. We're not waiting for it. It's not. I'm not happy about it. But at any point, I believe that the minute Tyler finally separated himself from Caitlin. That's going to change. He's going to realize, I want something else, and she is so stuck on this relationship. I mean, she's already saying, I don't know how school's going to be without him. It's like they're attached to each other, and she's already freaking out. She's the one freaking out. You see Tyler look happy, excited, can't wait to go to school, can't wait to be doing his own thing, and she's over here trying to get him an engagement ring, a tattoo on his forehead, I mean, whatever it is, for people to know, hey, he's taken, he's with me. She's worried. I think she knows what I've known all along. The minute he opens his eyes, that's it. Whatever, Cougar. So are you saying that she's holding him back and that he's too good for her? Because I don't think that. I think they're both holding him back from from dating other girls. I don't think they're... They're, I think they're equal. I mean, they're both very smart and one of the two that are so mature, and I like the way they're both going. I don't think he's too good for her, and I don't think she's too good for him. But we obviously can tell who gets would get more attention here, and it's him. And she knows that, and she knows the minute he goes out there, it's like he's going to open his eyes and start, you know, doing what teenagers do, date. Be your own person. I, I mean, they been attached to each other. I looked on a quick side note. Why don't guys wear engagement rings? Why are girls always supposed to wear engagement rings? Because shouldn't they know that the guy's taken too? I feel like that's like an outdated process. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's it's from a long, long time ago where the yeah the the focus was only on whether a woman was available or taken, uh, and you know men have who have been in control of. All the society's rules. Since Ed was born during that era, he can explain this. Yeah, whatever. I'm not that old. I don't know. But you're right. I mean, that. I, I like how she was like, well, why don't guys wear engagement rings? We, okay, it's not. She's not asking that because she's really questioning that. It's because she really wants him to wear something that says, I'm taken. It's like she's so afraid. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean that another girl will take him away from her. Anything, a hobby, a job, anything that takes him away from her for more than a few hours, she's freaking out. 
here we go again. She depends on him so much. Freaking out. She just said, oh, I'm dating a college guy now. And then she was like, oh, all these girls in college are going to like you. I don't. I think you're taking it too far. I think she's able to. No, no, no. no. Remember, listen, listen. I think I think Isabel's totally right. But Tyler is. Listen, this kid is so. He says the right thing every time, all the time. So he hasn't given her any reason to even think that it's possible that he would look at another girl. So. So, yeah, I think Isabel's like sort of maybe uh, picking up on something that she thinks is happening, sort of a little, you know, deeper inside of Caitlin. But. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, that's obvious. She, she brought up that conversation. They're laying in bed. They're going to sleep. And she brings up, wow, I'm dating. She didn't bring it up to I say I'm dating a college guy. She brought it up to bring up the, I wanna, want you to know that I'm concerned about the fact that no one knows that you're engaged. Yeah. So how are we going to fix that? And she says, why right would they going to go? Go ahead. That's right. I just was going to say, I will say I think it's setting up later episodes where we're going to see yes. – her being jealous and him flirting with other girls, which we already yes. discussed in news and gossip in the past, but that happened. Yes, and 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 um, before they even, you know, when she's narrating the whole piece here, she says herself, "I hope now that I'm going to be going to school and he's going to be going to college, it doesn't change our relationship. How? How is it going to change? If your relationship, it's okay. There's nothing, no drama, no baby drama, no." you know, money situation, here she is worried about, I hope it doesn't change our relationship. Like, she's already thinking it's going to be for the worst. Well, I, I when one person is, is in one, like, realm and one is in another, I mean, she's still in high school and he's in college, but that does change relationships. So I understand. I think you're taking what she says a little too far. You know, where <laughs> me, I would be, you know, a little bit concerned, too, but I think that she can handle a couple hours without, without him. I don't think they're attached to the hip. Surely... When she goes to work at the boutique and he goes to work at the pizza shop, they are separated. Well, don't forget when they were about to move in together, she said, now you're really not going to be able to get rid of me or you're always going to be around me. And he made a comment like being funny, like, oh, God, you know. And she said, what, you don't want to be around me 24-7? You don't want – and he's like, no, I think we need space to miss each other. Because he sees it like, Sam, you are always around me. Can I miss you? Can I forget what you look like for a second? Like, he, he probably no, knows every true. flaw on that face. and relationship. Tyler and Caitlin so, forever in my book. <laughs> oh, no, that's – see, she's like, please, don't go. I don't know how they oh, are not working in the same They're place. They're so mature. They've gone through so much together, and I will always root for them. Well, yeah. You're it, looking forward to the upcoming episodes where uh, where he flirts with <laughs> girls. I'm like, ready. I am not. I'm yeah, she's looking, she's, waiting for, she's looking forward to when he's 18. Oh, yes. Or is he already 18? DJ Jesse, what's our number? Maybe Tyler can call this number. 424-256-1729. Such a shame. What is it? Last week, uh, Mari, just to fill you in, I was the, well, I guess can't call me a cougar. What do you call when a guy, what is that? Oh, that's just molester. a molester. <laughs> okay. I was, I was Lester the molester last week. Lester and I wanted Farrah, Farrah to call Farrah. me. And, uh, yeah, oh, and, uh, Farrah, but I have some good Farrah news for you. Um, is she not dating the entire Miami Dolphins anymore? He is single right now, but I have to. I, that's all I'll say right now. But I'll give you the news to gossip later. But I will say she is available. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about Farrah, but first I want to talk about Amber because 
We're talking about Macy with school. We're talking about Caitlin with school. And we know Sarah went to culinary school, and we've seen the preview. She's looking to move. Amber's caught up in so much drama. It made me think for a second, what does Amber do? She doesn't go to school, and she doesn't work. As far as I know, she doesn't do either. I mean, she's caught up in drama 24-7. No, she has a dating service. I mean, this girl has been on how many dates I don't know. Yeah. What does she do? do we even... Well, I just realized, because all these girls struggle with school and work, and never once this season has that been a storyline for Amber. That's true. Or, like, the past seasons, if you come to think about, all she struggled with was, I think, right after she had the baby, was trying to graduate, and she never did. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of Yeah. That. So that's what I'm saying. I don't even think she ever even graduated high school, but it's interesting that, like, that is such a struggle for the other girls and such a big issue. And for her, it's like not even talked about. Good point. Good point. I wonder what she does. I wonder what she does. So what did you guys think about Amber in this episode? I mean, she goes to the Child Protective Services meeting with her mom because she asked her mom to support her. And I guess her mom and Gary's family have bad blood. And then, you know, it's unfortunate because it ended in the huge fight between her and her mom. I mean, Amber, when she gets mad, it's just like, man, they're, they're stopping her. She's, I mean, I think I think that the mom personally overstepped her boundaries because she was yes. stressed. She just needed support, and that was it. But Amber just blew up, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was like, you're a bad mom. My dad is an alcoholic. You were working 24-7. It's like she just spit like all this vitriol out of her mouth well i think we got to see part of of what amber has been feeling not only with her personal life before um the baby came and before leah was born um she obviously has a lot of emotions and a lot of hurt from how she grew up and we don't know what's going on there but i like that she finally you know she's always talking just nasty things about Gary and sometimes even his mom. But for the first time, it was like she was defending them. Like when the mom was going, you know, on and on about Leah's with them, and I know she probably meant that towards Amber as to, well, why don't you have her? Because we all want to know. If she's under your custody, how come you don't have her? She never answers that question. She always goes around no, it. But no, the she, reason Leah doesn't have her, or she, Amber doesn't have Leah because she needs to prepare her home. Right. She, I mean, that's all she keeps answering, but she does, and her mom's like, okay, so why can you just take her? Like, she never lets us know why. Um, but I like that she said, you know, yeah, that's her grandma. Yes, they have her. When do you ever come see her? Or when, which, it goes both ways. It goes to Amber and it goes to the mom. Amber's definitely not trying to see baby Leah at all. I mean, she could care less how many days Gary has her. How many, she really is not trying. I don't think, yeah. I think you're wrong. She said multiple times in the show. CPS will not let her have Leah until her home is ready and prepared for Leah. So I don't think well, Leah's not. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Legal because if she has full custody, she can call the cops and that baby will be returned. Well, to her. yeah. Well, remember, okay. So we know that the Child Protective Services is obviously involved and they're mm-hmm. communicating with Amber. So you know, Mari, you're right. But let's realistically think about what you know, and this may be something that we, you know, some like trivia that we can look up to be ready for in the next episode but think about what child protective services would require a home to have in order for it to be ready for a child 
she's saying, I hope the house is going to be ready so I can have it while she's hanging a Marilyn Monroe picture. You know, that's not required yes, for the I child. For the, yes. How, so in other words, it, this goes back to something I said, I, don't, I think it was two, uh, two shows ago. And although I feel for Amber, it's got to be super difficult. I couldn't imagine how difficult it is. I do say she's too quick to have an excuse for not having her child. She's got tons and tons of reasons why she doesn't have them. It's always something. Okay. Uh, if she, yeah, in my opinion, it was, she, she was scared in her neighborhood. She was scared of being harassed. And now it's that her home's already while she's sitting there like on the, on the bed, not doing anything. Yeah. Tons of things. And then if you think even when she was staying with her, her friend or uh, right after she left Gary, she was staying with her friend. Um, and that was in her old apartment or something like that. Mm-hmm. They showed she had a room with a crib and, and everything. To me, there's, if you, if you want your child now, then you just you get what you have ready. You didn't have to go separate, get a whole other house, you know. No, she in other did words, have to get another house because everyone was yelling and harassing her in her own house. That's why she yes, left yes, house. and and the whole thing about Gary not bringing her. I'm sorry. Even when you have an agreement in court for visitation, you go pick up that baby. Yeah. So you want to see your kid? Go pick it up. Yeah, and she, but she her excuse then was she didn't have a car. Right, right, right. She always has an excuse. There, that's what I mean. It's always an excuse. But, but she again, call her friends the, to go out on a date, dinner, but not call them and say, "Hey, take me, drop me off to see my daughter." Right. The real difficult thing for me here is that, um, you know, we know what happens, you know, with Amber's future, uh, with the suicide attempt, with her hospitalization, with all that stuff, and it hasn't been in the show yet because it's been in the news, and you know that right there lets us know that she is in a mental state and dealing with mental issues and things that we, we, you know, me, you, Mari and Isabel, we just don't deal with on a daily basis. So I, you know, I, I say everything with a lot of humility, you know, yeah, she's got full of excuses. Yeah. It seems like her actions don't necessarily match her words, but I, you know, I got to give her credit uh, for the fact that who knows how difficult it is to deal with what she's going through. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just drama unfolding every minute, basically, in her life. I just thought it was sad that not only does she have to deal with the drama with her daughter and Gary, but with her mom, too, you know. And it's just the fights with her always blow up into such extremes. Yeah, and you know what? And that's clearly her a personality trait of hers, and that's something that you know she may have. It's a learned behavior that she could have been exposed to as a child. Maybe that was the way her dad acted, or or her mom acted when they got mad. You know, whatever. It, it's a personality trait, and that's something that can be a person can become more aware of and modify their behavior. And they can, and when they feel themselves approaching, you know, an area where their personality trait of, you know, angry outburst is about to happen, if they're aware of it, then they can do things to sort of maybe mitigate the problem, step out of the room, choose to not respond, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, just in the same way it's a behavior that is learned and, and becomes a habit, you have to unlearn it. Um, but, yeah, that's her personality is to is to really lash out when she feels judged or threatened or unsupported or blamed man she really lashes back out yeah well i have some more amber news in news and gossip but before we get to that in the commercial break 
I want to quickly talk about Ed's favorite, his crush, Farah. <laughs> so um, this is a very emotional episode for Farah. She yeah. visited Derek's grave for the very first time, and, you know, the whole thing was sad, and then, you know, I thought his parents are great, his stepmom and his dad. They bring her there. They give her a candle to light in his memory. They invite her to their home. The one, the biggest thing I took away from her in this episode was the fact that on Derek's grave it says loving son and brother. And I think that's really sad and really unfortunate because Sophia will probably visit that grave and to have it not say father on it is really, I, it's heartbreaking. I think they should change the tombstone if they could. I mean, I really think that's inappropriate. Wow. Um, well, you know what? It, it could be. It could be. I mean, it, we may. It depends on how Sophia, I guess, looks at it. Um, I mean, she. You know, he didn't really get to be her father in that sense. He's still you know, a not father, a parent anyway. Though. Yeah, you're right. He is a father. He's a father. You know, I wonder. You're always arguing for the father. He's the first time. You're like, whatever. It's not his. It's not her dad. <laughs> well, I'm. What I'm kind of. Well, I'm more thinking. Okay, I'm more thinking about. I'm more. Yeah, you see, yeah, Farrah can do no. I'm more thinking about like how that could have uh could have come come about you know like the parents were probably in charge of it and remember in their mo- they like because being a father and being a parent to a child it's something that um i think they didn't ever get to see enough of it to think of him in that way and so in in the you know in a state of an emotional state and and trying to decide what goes on the the gravestone they probably just didn't think of that because it wasn't really a, a reality to them. Wait, Mari, who do you think was in charge of this? Do you think the mom was in charge of this? His mom, who we all who know wasn't think? very fun. I think Derek's mom was in charge of putting what to say on the tombstone. They knew that Farrah was pregnant. They didn't know for sure, I guess, or want to believe that it was his. But now that it's his, change it. Change it. Yeah, so, so you so think it was... You think it was grave, and it's going to say father's not going to be anywhere, and I think that's pretty devastating. So, so here again, we do think it was his mom, who we all know yes. wasn't very fond of Farah. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that was just that would be so unfortunate. I'm sure it was her. I'm sure it was her. I mean, like that's his mom. I'm sure she's the one that had all this done. And I don't know. Yeah, what, so you know. Who, who do you think paid for this? Who's trying to get who's trying to get visitation right? right? get denied mm-hmm. on her son's tombstone that exactly. he's the father. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that something to be proud of, the fact that he actually has a legacy? That's what's so wonderful. Exactly. Is despite him dying at such a young age, his legacy lives on. And Sophia, put that on his gravestone. Put that he was a father. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It should be changed. But you know what? They uh, It could also be something that's totally out of out of her mind now, the, if the mom did it. And... I mean, they didn't even bring it up. That's why I was shocked. That, there was no mention of it even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I'm glad that she's getting along well with at least the stepmom and the dad. And uh, we'll have to see. But I do have some more fair news coming up uh, that Edel likes. So why don't we go to a quick commercial break and then some news and gossip. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. 
Okay, so um, Ed, I don't know if you're listening. Listen to this closely. Ears are ready. Dating. <laughs> he, she has been dating Daniel Alvarez, who's a club promoter for the past month. But uh-huh. they broke up on Tuesday and then proceeded to have an all-out war on Twitter. She claims he hacked her Twitter account and then wrote, Sorry, Daniel, my ex, hacked my Twitter. I don't care to talk further. I'm moving forward. Please just know he is purposely wanting attention. He denied it. She called him a coward and then tweeted, Stay away from my account. Hope you enjoy the attention you wanted to get from talking to me. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. Drop that zero, girl. <laughs> so you're saying you would call Ed the IT who will hack into all your accounts. <laughs> <laughs> You know how to hack into all her accounts. But even more than who Fair is dating, what I found riveting was who Ryan's dating. I don't know if you guys got the picture I sent, but he is dating a girl named Dallas, and she's a Hooters waitress and a model, and she's actually very, very good-looking. She grew up in Chattanooga. She moved out to Malibu, went back to Chattanooga during her junior year of high school, she has a scholarship at Tennessee Tech, where she's currently enrolled and planning to get a degree in exercise science and physical therapy. And besides working at Hooters, she's modeling. So you guys have to see these pictures that I sent out. Did you guys see them? Uh, we, we're having technical difficulties, but we're working on it. Oh, okay. I sent out a picture of her in her Hooters uniform. And, and go Ryan. I mean, I love Macy, but this girl is... <laughs> harder than Macy, I do have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then in Gary and Amber news, while Amber's finishing up her rehab stay, apparently Gary, who's been professing his love for her and hoping that they reconcile, has been in Miami recently. He was at a strip club where he bought and paid for $5,000 worth of stripper services and spent 11 hours there. Who is this? Wow. Gary. Wow. Gary, Amber's baby daddy, who I've always been a fan of because I always think he's so such a good dad when it comes to Leah and uh, well, we know he's missing something. The guy likes his strippers, apparently. <laughs> but um, in Teen Mom 2 news, you guys know Janelle Evans. She's out of rehab. She already got busted for her probation. She's already been smoking marijuana again, posting pictures of it, got busted for it, getting in fights with her boyfriend on the Internet. And she tweeted, as she was getting in a fight with this guy who also hacked into her account, 
she tweeted several things, but one of them was, dude, I got two more seasons that are going to air, which makes it sound like apparently um, the Teen Mom 2 girls will be back. Oh, well, we can't wait to see that mess. Maybe, maybe we can compare mess one, Amber, and mess two, Janelle. <laughs> I know. And um, why don't we do some predictions before we sign out and go to next week? Right. I, I have. Uh, oh, gotta wait for the mysterious music. <laughs> so, Ed, what is your prediction? Okay, I want. This is just a reiteration of the same one because I saw supporting uh, things in the previews. Now, the whole deal with um, Tyler and Caitlin graduating. Okay, they. Both are all jazzed about the possibility of having um, their daughter attend their graduation, right? Do you guys yeah. remember them talking about that? Okay. Yeah. But to me, Tyler is mature enough to know that that baby's not going to know what it's seen. And he's not even going to really get to, you know, enjoy the process. But yeah, he'll get to maybe see her in the audience and get to kiss her. Maybe that'll make him feel good and, you know, hold his child. No, he's but, he wanted to see her smiling face out in the audience. That's what he of said. Of course, of course. But now here, here's my point. My point is, you, if you gave the baby up for job adoption, okay, that's one of the things that you give up is these types of experiences. That's one of the things that, that goes away that you don't get. You don't get the baby to come to your birthday every year. You don't get the baby to come to your graduation. You get an award at, at the work and whatever and bring your kid to work. I'm telling you that this kid, who is so mature and he's going to, and he wants to go into the psychological field. He is going to desperately miss and want to be a parent to his daughter. And if he doesn't try to get her back, whatever, it's going to be a point of difficulty for him in his life. But I think that he's going to try to figure out a way to basically be like uh, another parent in her life. Um, But that my prediction is that because I saw in his face, the, the intensity, the how, how much he really wanted his daughter to be there. And uh, to me, that's not, that doesn't fit with where their, where their future is supposed to be headed with regard to their daughter. He's wanting too much for them to be a part of, uh, you know, each other's lives for, for, for him to just be able to be okay with it forever. That's what I think. I mean, you've been saying that all along. I don't think he's going to go so far as to like try to get custody of her back but I think he definitely struggles with the fact that she's not in his life. I hear you, but, yep, I think he will. Yeah, well, we'll see. But um, in other predictions, Macy talks about yes. wanting to have another baby, which she's been on the cover of Us magazine and several magazines saying this. I think she's crazy. I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon. And then as you were talking about, you guys said Amber doesn't go to school, doesn't work, but apparently she runs a dating service. She goes on yet another <laughs> date. <laughs> and now finally gets her home ready for Leah, who returns. And then I brought this up in the news and gossip um, two weeks ago that Sarah is living in Florida, but we're going to be seeing that play out because that's when next week she breaks it to her parents that she wants to move. So. Yep. Yep. We'll see. What about Taylor? Do we have any predictions on Taylor? You Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> well, he's not. Gonna, he's not going to date Taylor. Isabel if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I started with that one. I'm hoping not to predict that he's going to flirt with other girls, 
but I'm guessing that's your prediction, Isabel. No, I mean, um, I just think he's finally going to be his own person without, uh, you know, his little girlfriend attached to his head or his knee, whatever. But <laughs> I, And I hope Macy, I think this is a whole Macy trying to, let's have another baby just to test her little boyfriend, but I think she's going to wake up and she's going to realize that's not what she needs and that's not what she wants right now. I hope so. But thank you for joining me again this week and uh, having our our debates with teen moms and their lives. So hopefully you guys will both be back next week and we can discuss all these predictions. I want to see how Amber's date goes personally, what happens with that. But um, join me next week, same time, same place. And everyone, thank you for listening. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Bye, Bye. you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.